0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Good Games Casually. I'm your host, Derek Lockwood, and this is a chill video game podcast. We're making time for video games as a hobby, and keeping up with gaming news is no small feat. This week, for this bonus episode, we are interviewing Alex Luke Seha, a person working in the gaming world. Hello, Alex. Welcome to the show. Hey,
1: Derek. Thanks for having me.
0: So, I really appreciate you coming on uh, for full disclosure. Alex and I have known each other for quite a while. We met in high school. But regardless, I'm going to treat him like I don't even know this guy. But uh, Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right, let's see. Um, Yeah, I was born and raised in Los Angeles. Uh, I've been a gamer for as long as I can remember. Um, I've been working in the video game industry for about eight years now. Dang, it's been a long time. Um, I currently work for a mobile gaming studio called Scopely as uh, as an associate Live Ops quality lead uh, for the game called Star Trek Fleet Command, um, which basically means I make sure the content and features we release once a month is fun and good to go without issues.
0: So, oh wow, you release content every month.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Okay. That must be pretty hectic. It can
1: be, honestly. Uh, since I'm on the Live Ops team, uh, we kind of... We're the ones in charge of like making sure we create fun events for our players. Uh, we also create the in-app purchases, making sure the content is right and it's fair, you know, um, for the price that we put on and stuff like that.
0: Okay, that makes a lot of sense and also a lot of work. How did you find yourself working there or really just working in the video game industry?
1: I honestly didn't think I would ever work in the video game industry. It was just a really... Big passion of mine, um, but yeah. So after I went to San Diego State, uh, I graduated with a bachelor's in astronomy uh, around 2015, um, and then I moved back to LA, back home. And I honestly was just starting to Google uh, entry level positions, and by some miracle, I, I applied at a position at Disney Interactive, and you know did the whole
0: interview process, and
1: yeah, was hired.
0: I remember you shared with me that you also worked on Call of Duty, correct?
1: That is correct. Yeah. Uh, I worked at uh, Infinity Ward after Disney for a couple years on the title um, Infinite Warfare. I don't know if you remember that one.
0: Yes. All right. Oh, man, I'm speaking to like a superstar. <laughs> Was there a moment that confirmed that video games would be a lifelong hobby for you?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Let's see. Yes. Um, so going through the task of collecting the three uh, pendants of virtue from uh, the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, and then being Amazing. able to get, yeah, and then finally <laughs> being able to get the Master Sword for the first time—that has definitely been my defining moment. That's when I knew, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be playing games for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, I just felt so accomplished, you know, getting the Master Sword for the first time. I've never felt that way before and haven't felt that way since. No, I'm totally kidding.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, we got to get this guy more Master Swords. Yeah, I think we all had those moments where we're playing a video game, that defining moment where we unlock something cool, or we just, like you said, just find the Master Sword. Now that you're working in video games, is being on the inside of game development and all its logistics, was it all that you thought it would be?
1: Yeah, definitely all that I thought it would be. Um, I find it very rewarding, honestly. Although I will admit that there's times that I wish I was in another field. So going back to when I used to work at Infinity Ward for Call of Duty, uh, we used to have um, this period of time when you know the game was about to launch. Uh, we called it crunch. So we would work uh, crazy long hours, sometimes like 15 hour shifts. And I'll never forget we worked one 24 hour shift, which looking back now, I think was pretty illegal, (laughs) Um, but anyway, (laughs) yeah, but honestly, like in the end, I'm still glad to be working in the uh, gaming industry. Uh, You get to see the passion and hard work that goes into gaming from its conception and prototype stage all the way to release. Um, And that, that gives me a different perspective on video games, like overall. You get to work with people from many different cultures and backgrounds like animation, engineering, and production. Um, and then I'd say the toughest part about it now is the constant um, online communication we have to do since most, if not all, of my team members are working remotely. And the last thing I'll say is, for me, one of the coolest things is like seeing your name in the credits. I think that's, you know, that's what like, keeps me coming back for more.
0: Oh, dude, I bet. You worked real hard on this thing, you and your team. And just to see your name in the lights, everyone congratulating you. I bet that's a great feeling.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And kind of segueing into how games are always online, all these constant communications. Do you find that working in the video game industry, has that had any influence on the games that you play or perhaps changed the way that you approach video games?
1: Yeah, I I would say so. Because I know of all the effort that goes into making a single game, I have a deeper appreciation for them. And you know what? I'll go so far as to say that, that there are no bad games, in my opinion. Uh, badly executed, maybe. But overall bad, I don't agree with that. Just because during someone during the, the development of a game poured their heart and soul into it. And for that alone, I, I'm always going to appreciate the game no matter what. And uh, a lot of people ask me, do you still get to enjoy games even though you work in the industry? And I'm always like, yeah, heck yeah. Um, I definitely still do enjoy them. Um, But now, after, you know, being in the industry for a bit, I I tend to play uh, games more critically, because it's hard to turn off my work brain and switch it to my leisure brain. (laughs) Um, So whenever I play games now, I'm constantly finding bugs without even trying. But instead of, uh, you know, finding those bugs, making me upset, it honestly makes me laugh and and yeah, unless, unless the game crashes constantly, I'm still having a good time, no matter what.
0: Well, since you're always like in that game mode of like accidentally finding bugs and then working on all these games and playing all these games, if you could say you become the CEO of your own, de- your own game development team, if you can choose the next game to work on or to be developed, what kind of game or what kind of game genre would that be?
1: Ooh, let's see. Um, I would love to work on a space like exploration game. Um, since I have a bachelor's in astronomy, my dream's always been to help make an accurate space game. Uh, I want to be the guy that says something like, Hey, this planet's orbital speed is incorrect because of its distance to its host star or something like this comet's trajectory is inaccurate when it's flying by the earth. You know, I want to flex my, uh, what I learned during my undergrad days. But ultimately working on a space game would combine uh, two of my biggest passions, my love for video games and astronomy.
0: So would it be fair if I asked you for a short review on Starfield if you played it?
1: Oh, yeah, I, I actually just started playing it. It's been great so far. I've honestly just been exploring, like just visiting planets, like the graphics and how everything looks is amazing. And that's been my favorite part so far.
0: Would you say that game comes pretty close to what you just described?
1: absolutely yeah it does
0: well that gives me confidence because i have yet to start that game and i hope to start it soon i just finished up sea of stars well i really appreciate you answering all those questions about what you do and the game development side but now we're going to go a little bit deeper a little bit more personal as i mentioned earlier in the introduction i've known alex for quite some time and he is also a busy father with a daughter who has an amazing name And Alex, if it's okay with you, would you like to speak more on that? Is she a gamer herself or does she play games? Or do you guys play the games together at all?
1: Yeah, definitely. I'll start by saying um, my daughter's name is Zelda and she is definitely a gamer. I would disown her if she wasn't. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we we play a ton of games together. Uh, The more recent one she's been really enjoying and uh, we actually started a second playthrough is the couch co-op called It Takes Two. She also likes playing Overwatch 2 with me. Uh, she's gotten pretty good at Tracer, uh, actually. And uh, I even took her to watch, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but the Overwatch League Grand Finals. Uh, they happened last oh, yeah. year. Yeah, it was, I think, in August last year in Anaheim. Yeah, she really enjoyed that. So um, it's pretty cool, like sharing my likes, you know, with her. Not necessarily forcing them on her, but you know, just showing them to her. And then you know, if she likes them, then awesome. if not, that's okay too.
0: That truly speaks to the character uh, you know of yourself as a father and as a gamer, and just you know just a human being that you, she's able to enjoy what you enjoy because she can see the enjoyment you have for it. Your, your passion just shines through what you're doing.
1: yeah, definitely um it's It's one of my favorite things of uh, being a dad
0: and speaking of being a dad, um, how do you manage your time as a dad? you know you, you play video games, you work in the gaming industry. Um, I know you're busy all the time. How do you handle all that? Everything else you got going on?
1: Yeah, so uh, I mean, in the beginning when Zelda was born, it was definitely tough finding time to game or do like other hobbies. Uh, sleep was non-existent and my life fully revolved around her and my work. But what, um, what's helped me the most as she got older was uh, establishing routines. You know, without getting too, too deep into it, I'll mention that I do share a 50-50 custody with Zelda's mom. So as much as I'd rather always be with Zelda, it does give me time for myself to hang out with friends and do the things I love.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad that everything is working out for you on both of those ends. Would you say that with those extra times that you have, aside from being in game development, do you have resources that you use to keep track of upcoming games or games that are competing with the games you are working on? Is there a way for you just to always stay on top of all that?
1: It's honestly not too different from the way gamers around the, ro- uh, around the world get their news about the industry. Where I'm working at now, we get a, an email called uh, Weekly Games Industry Digest, which pretty much just summarizes uh, what happens like in games over the previous week. But other things I, I got to experience were, were things like uh, E3. I got to go a couple of times before it shut down completely. Sad. <laughs> that was really fun. Other than that, like, If you work for a publishing company, like one that owns multiple smaller studios like Activision, um, you can do stuff like participate in internal playtests. So I remember working at Infinity Ward for when we were working on Infinite Warfare. And our sister studio, Treyarch, sent over an early build of Black Ops 4 I got to test out uh, when it was still in the alpha stage.
0: Oh, that's really cool. And I guess that kind of ties into this follow up question where you know working with those game developers, those studios, you'd now answer that, yeah, you do get early access to certain things, but do you also get access to game events. Do you get invited to private events as well or any of that stuff?
1: Yeah, usually we if it's like you know where the studio is based in, um we'll usually get those invites like I mentioned e three um I know some of my coworkers got invited to comic con this year. Or what's the other one? The other big one, uh, GDQ, I think. We get invited to those uh, pretty big events.
0: Have you ever been invited to Tokyo Game Show? Would you go?
1: I haven't been invited, but I would totally go without question.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that seems like that one would be such a cool experience. One, you're in Japan. That's already dope. And it's Tokyo Game Show.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that makes for a fantastic time.
0: I do have a surprise question. I know I'm just surprising you. Alex, Luke, are you a casual or hardcore gamer?
1: Ooh, all right. Um, so how are we defining what a hardcore gamer is? Are we defining it based off of a certain amount of hours per week someone plays? Or is it by the kind of games we play? Either way, I, I consider myself a, hard, a hardcore gamer. Um, it's definitely a hobby that consumes the most amount of my time, for sure. Uh, and... If having a daughter named Zelda doesn't make me a hardcore gamer, I honestly don't know what will.
0: <laughs> the fact that you play Overwatch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that too, yeah. Have you
0: played in a tournament by chance?
1: Uh, for Overwatch? Yeah. No way. I, I'm not that good. Uh, I, I do play competitively. Uh, I think the highest rank I've gotten was like Masters, I think in support like a couple years ago. But yeah, I haven't been able to reach that since.
0: <laughs> is, it, is it like CSGO where it's masters and then grandmasters or is just masters?
1: Yeah, it's masters, uh, grandmasters, and then I think top 500.
0: Okay, so you're going to get top 500 and then we're going to go to Tokyo Game Show.
1: All right, I'm down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming on, Alex. Uh, it's been great getting to know you even further, and I'm sure I'll get to know you as we enjoy the rest of our lives. But before we sign off, is there any tips or advice you'd like to share for all the busy gamers out there before we sign off?
1: Yeah, um, I would say for anyone listening to to go for the games that interest you the most, regardless of whether they're AAA or indie games. um, You know, there's going to be a constant flooding of news of like, play this game now. It's going to be the best, you know, and and it can get overwhelming. So I'd say play the games you enjoy the most without worrying about what the mainstream media is telling you to play. Um, Especially as adult gamers, we don't have the time to try out every single game that comes out, you know, Um, and our our backlogs are huge as it is. So with the little time here and there that we do have for gaming, um, we should play the games that bring us joy, right? Um, And ultimately, we should all continue to practice self-care so that we are able to keep doing what we love, which in this case is gaming.
0: Man, that was beautiful. I agree 100% with that. It's really important for self-care and just managing. Don't feel pressure when playing video games because, yeah, they are a hobby. They're for fun. Mm-hmm. Alex, well, where can everyone find you who's listening to the show? What's your what's your handles?
1: Yeah, uh, on Instagram, you can uh, add me or find me as a astro with an underscore at the end. Um, and then I'll also send you my LinkedIn page And, you know, people, anyone listening can feel free to reach out to learn more about the video game industry. Or if, you know, they're trying to get their foot in, then, you know, I'll see how I can help.
0: Well, that's very kind of you. You heard this here, folks. If you want to find the ways into the industry, Alex is happy to help. But thank you all so much for listening. If you found anything enlightening, helpful in this episode, please share with a friend. It helps out the show quite a lot. If you want to check out more links, anything we talked about in this episode, you can go to my website at goodgamescasualty.com, leave a comment, maybe a voicemail, we'll play it on the next episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate your involvement, and I'll see you all later. Bye, Alex. Bye.